It is Monday, June 7th, 2021. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Apologies for the late show today. It was a late night or actually early morning if you figure getting back from Sonoma. There's a lot of open wheel racing to talk about from the weekend and a little bit of late model action to talk about in advance of this week's Dirt Late Model Dream. Let's dive in, shall we? The World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series lost the Friday night show at River Cities due to a rogue rainstorm that popped up after qualifying. The, uh, the event will not be made up, with tickets and pit passes now good for the Outlaws' return to the track in August. Saturday, the series moved to Granite City Speedway in Minnesota for a $10,000 to win show to cap the weekend. We did see our lowest car count of the season at 19, which included JJR crew member and past Outlaw regular Clyde Knipp jumping into the 41's backup car for the night. The last time the series was at Granite City, the car count was better, but racing on Saturday against both Knoxville and a Nosa show at Devil's Lake Speedway in North Dakota split the available cars in the area. In the night's feature, both Aaron Reitzel and Sheldon Hoddenshield led laps, but it was David Gravel who took the win. He grabbed the lead from Reitzel on lap 15, fended off a charge from Sheldon Hoddenshield, and led the final 19 laps en route to his fifth win of 2021. Donnie Schatz and Hoddenshield completed the podium. The win for Gravel and a fifth for Sweet saw Gravel gain 10 points on the KKR 49 team, with the gap currently sitting at 56. Carson Macedo actually lost 14 points after being involved in an incident and finishing 12th. When Macedo went to the work area following the crash, which also included James McFadden and Dominic Selzy, it was actually cool to see Clyde Knipp right in the mix working on the car. He'd retired that second JJR entry before that moment and was elbows deep still in his fire suit. Pretty neat to see that on Dirt Vision. Looking at Gravel's season now to date, he's on pace for more wins this season than he had in 2020. Last year, he won once every 7.2 races, while through 28 shows this season, he's winning every 5.6 nights. His average finish is basically flat compared to 2020, but he is off pace in top 5s and top 10s. Those extra wins, though, have made up for the drop in consistency when he isn't winning. Sweet's recent trending averages for himself are down, but he does have five straight top seven runs, which is why Gravel hasn't caught him more in the standings. With so much of the season still to come, guys just need to keep stacking up top fives and top tens to try to stay in this fight. The Outlaws are back this weekend for two shows at Knoxville. Indiana Midget Week continued through the weekend with three more races. Friday night at Bloomington turned into a slider fest between Buddy Kofoid and Chris Windham, with Kofoid eventually coming out on top for his first career uh, Midget Week win. Windham and Kevin Thomas Jr. completed the podium. Cannon McIntosh bagged the sprint car feature on the night. The Friday and Saturday shows both turned into sweeps for the winners. Saturday at Lawrenceburg, it was Logan Seavey who topped the night, winning both the midget and sprint car features. It was the first national midget win for Seavey since 2019 and his second ever midget week win. Kofoid and Wyndham rounded out the night's podium. Late in the feature, Chase Randall went for a huge ride in turn three, flipping wildly and coming down really hard. It was good to see him walk away from that one. On Sunday, it wouldn't have been a trip to Hobstadt without seeing Kyle Cummins in victory lane. He ended the weekend with a midget sprint car sweep of the night. He led all but one lap in the midget feature to get his first ever series win. Wyndham and Thomas Meserol stood with him on the podium. With four nights now complete of midget week, Chris Wyndham has taken the points lead by 13 over Buddy Kofoid. The competitors get a rest tonight and tomorrow before racing resumes on Wednesday at Circle City. 2020 champion uh, Wyndham found his stride over the weekend, going second, third, second. 
Kofoid and Justin Grant both have 11 straight top 10 finishes. With four nights still to go, this Midget Week title is still completely wide open. In weekend late model action, the World of Outlaws late models took on Circle City and Plymouth Speedway. Friday at Circle City was the debut for late models on the track, and we were treated to a great race between Dennis Herb Jr. and Ryan Gustin. Herb led up past halfway. Gustin raced by him on lap 26, but then Herb battled back to take the lead on lap 32, and he drove away to his first win of 2021. Brandon Shepard finished second, while Gustin slipped to third at the end. Chris Madden was ninth on the night. Saturday at Plymouth was a flag-to-flag win for Rick Eckerd, but Frank Heckenass Jr. did keep him honest through the 40-lapper. For Scrub, it was his 38th career series victory. Heckenast and Tyler Bruning rounded out the top three, but a ninth on Friday followed by a seventh on Saturday saw Madden slip from 26 behind Shepard to now 46. The parody we've seen across the dirt late model landscape in 2021 was very much on display with the Outlaws over the two nights. We now have almost as many winners this season as we did in all of 2020. Including non-points and split field races, we've had 15 different winners in 22 races this season. One driver that was noticeably absent this weekend was Kyle Strickler. He led the points early, then recently split with PCC Motorsports, followed that up by teaming with Scott Bloomquist, and is now off the tour it appears. I'm guessing with him kind of still in regroup mode, they took the weekend off to prepare for this weekend's dreams at Eldora. With Strickler out, we're now down to nine teams that have participated in every race in 2021. The Outlaws are now off until June 17th. The All-Stars stayed busy through the weekend with three more shows completed. Friday night at Wilmot in Wisconsin, it was Tyler Courtney again winning in dominating fashion. He led all 30 laps to get his fifth win in 2021 and second in as many nights. Ian Madsen finished second and Corey Eliason was third, tying his best finish of the season. Bill Baylog had an impressive night, starting 24th, getting caught up in a lap one incident, and then driving through the field to finish sixth after spending time in the work area. Baylog then backed that up with his first two career All-Star wins on Saturday and Sunday. At Plymouth, he got by early leader Ian Madsen on lap five and led the rest of the way. And Sunday at Angel Park, he battled with Rico Abreu early before taking over at lap 11. Baylog's resume already included a boatload of IRA wins and championships and an outlaw win. And with the way he's run this season, it only felt like it was a matter of time before he bagged his first series win. Coincidentally, we had the same podium on Saturday and Sunday with Baylog winning Madsen second and Abreu third. In the battle for the All-Star Championship, Tyler Courtney actually lost just a little bit of ground to Ian Madsen over Saturday and Sunday shows. The lead was 106 after Friday's win, but Madsen's strong weekend sees the lead at 92 now as the All-Stars get ready for Ohio's Sprint Speed Week. In his last four starts, Madsen has finished 4th, 2nd, 2nd, and 2nd. Another driver that's been quietly very good lately is Rico Abreu. In his last eight series starts, he has three second place finishes, three thirds, a fifth, and a seventh. Ohio Sprint Speed Week kicks off Friday night at Attica. We'll have more on that later in the week. The four-race All-Star Weekend was a combined stretch with the IRA Sprint Cars. Jake Blackhurst there maintains the points lead over Scotty Knight, so just a quick mention there as well. We talked last week a bunch about Kyle Larson and his recent run of races, and after his win at Sonoma yesterday, I had a bunch of folks tweeting at me and some comments on my TikTok and YouTube videos. In his last seven races now, he has two cup wins, two sprint car wins, and hasn't finished worse than third. He just keeps winning, and the Dirt Lay Model Dream is next on his schedule this week. 
At West Virginia Motor Speedway over the weekend, it was a sweep for Jonathan Davenport at the Historic 100. He took the $10,000 win on Friday night over Greg Satterley, Tyler Erb, G.R. Smith, and Scott Bloomquist, leading flag to flag. And then Saturday night, even though he was battling illness, Davenport capitalized on a flat tire for early leader Devin Moran and cruised to the $25,000 win. Satterley finished second again, and Devin Moran battled back to third. It was the third win in three starts for Davenport at the redone West Virginia Motor Speedway. This will be some nice momentum for Superman with the dreams on tap this week. Western Pennsylvania Speed Week lost a few nights to rain, but they did complete three shows and crowned a champion. Ryan Smith won at Lernerville and Sharon and finished third in the finale at Tri-City to take the title. Brad How uh, Bradley Howard won the finale at Tri-City. Smith, Howard, Brandon Mattis, Lee Jacobs, and AJ Flick were the top five in the week-long points. Other weekend open wheel winners included Byron Reed in a 410 at Attica, Ayrton Jeniton in Moa, uh, Moa Action at Lee County, Stephen Drovicki won the USAC East Coast race at Williams Grove, Justin Whittle was a first time winner in 410 Action at Williams Grove, Brandon Wimmer won at Atomic, Cole Macedo took the AFCS win at Fremont, Gio Selzy bagged the 410 win on Saturday at Knoxville, Aaron Bollinger was a 410 winner at Lincoln. Jared, uh, Jared Esch took Port Royal. David Gravel went to, uh, to Husets on Sunday and bagged the 410 win. And Paul Neenheiser won the MOA show at Jacksonville. For more from the Open Wheel Weekend, check out tjslideways.com. Other weekend late model winners included Tony Jackson Jr. and Chris Simpson with the MLRA, Devin Gilpin at Ponderosa and Lake Cumberland, Tyler Erb at Brush Creek, Corey Hedgecock at I-75, and Chad Becker won 10 grand at Dakota State Fair Speedway. For more from the late model weekend, check out dirtondirt.com. There are two items on the streaming schedule for today. Flow Racing has Flow 24-7, and Speed Sport has weekly racing from the Clay County Fair Speedway. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Hope everybody has a good Monday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. You can find Dirt Tracker Daily where you get podcasts plus YouTube and Facebook. If you like what I'm doing, please subscribe and leave a review. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to hit that thumbs up button. You can follow Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Dirt Tracker. And you can check out the website for all kinds of cool dirt racing stuff by visiting dirttracker.com. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.